Will, are you okay? I panicked when watching him stabbing the picture. I have to kill him! Ah! He suddenly jumped up and lunged at me. I didn't know what to do to calm him down. I pushed him away and ran out of the office. Since the new CEO took over the office, everything at Twitter seemed to be turned upside down. The new boss had a lot of unreasonable requests. The workload forced us to stay overtime to keep up with the deadlines. I also heard that he would fire thousands of employees. After a while of working under pressure, I felt so exhausted. But I couldn't quit right now. I didn't want to lose this job. Piece of trash! Evans was pissed off as he read my printed code report. So many bugs. This statement is wrong. The software doesn't work. How could you, a programmer, how dare you give me this trash, dumbass? If you can't do it, then quit your job and get out of my way. He vented his anger, but I was too tired to fight back. So I just walked out of the room. Then Will entered his office right after me, and Will was scolded even worse. When he stepped out, I saw his face flush with anger. He stayed there and didn't say a word. I worked overtime to finish the work. Around 2 a.m., I woke up from a 15-minute nap. So tired... I went to the bathroom to wash my face. While returning to my seat, I heard someone muttering, I will kill you. (gasps) But it was just me in the office. I looked around in panic and discovered a figure sitting at the end of the room. (gasps) Jesus! Will? I almost screamed out. But he didn't care about my presence. He was pulling his hair while staring at the screen. Holding the pen firmly in his hand, he was stabbing something on the table. When I looked closely, I realized it was a photo of Evans slashed to pieces. Will, are you okay? I panicked when watching him stabbing the picture. I have to kill him! Ah! He suddenly jumped up and lunged at me. I didn't know what to do to calm him down. I pushed him away and ran out of the office. I will kill that bastard! When I calmed down and went back to packing my things up, I couldn't find him anywhere. Will? Will? I called his name, but the office was empty. The next morning, I went to work, still nervous about what had happened the day before. I wondered if he felt better. Will didn't want to go to work that day, and no one could contact him. Did something bad happen to him? I was worried. I shouldn't have left him in the office yesterday. Evans was very angry about Will's absence because he was supposed to submit a new planning document this morning. That rascal... Let's see how I will ruin you. You, finish these tasks. Evans put the files on my desk and went back into his room. He asked me to complete the work that Will took three days to do. This was too much for me. I was disgruntled but wasn't brave enough to talk back. 
Evans was inhuman and he could fire me at any time. I was flustered with the massive workload when Will staggered into the room. He looked exhausted. His eyes were dull and his clothes were ragged. He looked exactly the same as the walking dead. Will, thank God you're here! I ran towards him, but he didn't pay any attention to me. Uh, Will, are you okay? He just went straight to Evans's room. Someone's scream resounded in the air. Evans rushed out of the door with one hand over his eye. He looked extremely terrified. That bastard is out of his mind! He kept screaming, causing everyone to panic and run away. Will came out of Evans' office. His eyes were bloodshot with anger. His hand was holding a pencil covered with blood. Where is he? He growled and looked around the office. Evans was right next to me. When Will rushed over, he immediately hit behind me. Ah! I caught his hand when the pencil was only inches from my face. Will! I called out his name, but he totally lost his temper. Cover up for me, Jack! You freaking moron! He shouted, but Jack wasn't my name. This bastard not only abused us, but he didn't even care enough to know our names. Because he treated us like robots, not humans. My name is not Jack! I shouted. While I was distracted, Will rushed towards Evans. No! Ah! No! No! Go to hell! Go to hell! When I realized what was happening, I quickly stopped Will. Keep it together, man! Will! Will was no longer screaming, but now he kept crying and laughing like a psycho. After that, the police took Will and me away while Evans was taken to the emergency room. The Twitter office returned to a quiet place. I didn't know what was going to happen next, but at least I wouldn't have to print out my code for review anymore. Since that happened, I don't want to go on Twitter anymore. Because every time I do, the haunting memories come flooding back. That incident occurred about two weeks ago. I was following a makeup artist on Twitter, at Deadly Princess, and every horror cosplaying picture she posted impressed me. I would describe her artwork with only one word, unique. Her makeup sketches that imitated a significant wound or an empty eye socket were very realistic. Especially when disguised as a zombie, the gouges, peeling skin, and sores on the face were all magnificent, tortured, and beautiful. Sometimes I got goosebumps when I watched them. Jesus! Look at these scars! They look so real! But I'd never seen her face. 
I was a true fanatic of hers and never missed a post. I often commented on her posts with the hope that one day she could teach me how to do such fine art on my face. She once wrote some tweets about organizing a live makeup tutorial for only ten lucky people. I wrote my favorite number in the comment section, hoping that I would be chosen. The next morning, there was an email confirming that I was the lucky one to join her live stream. I was so excited. Oh my God! The best day of my life! I exclaimed. The live stream took place at night. But I was too excited to wait until then. I nervously clicked the link and entered the password. In front of my eyes was the live stream screen with the words "Deadly Princess Live Stream is about to start." Yeah, so I just sat there staring at the screen, couldn't stop smiling, and waited for my idol's face to emerge on it. Hello. I was startled by a man's voice. Deadly Princess. Is a dude? I was a bit surprised, but I didn't care much. Whether it was a he or she, their art was good, which was all that mattered. Welcome to my live stream. A bald man appeared in front of the screen with a wide grin. He looked completely different from what I had imagined. He didn't look like any artist, more like a criminal, and nothing near the name of Deadly Princess. And the background looked familiar, but I couldn't figure it out. Are you ready to learn how to create great works? He started the class. I nodded vigorously. Yes, of course. All right, let's get started. He stood up and left, and one minute later, he got back in front of the screen, carrying a girl in his arms. This is our model for the day. The man put the girl down on the seat next to him. The girl looked like she was sleeping. Her skin was so pale, her body stiff like a mannequin. It took a while for him to position her properly on the chair. I started to feel so wrong. A sleeping girl and a man in a deserted house. But they said there were ten other people watching the live stream, weren't there? I glanced at the number of people in the live room. What? Is it just me? I exclaimed, and a chill ran down my spine. The man pressed his face to the camera and said, "That's right. Hello, Bella." <gasps> Seriously? He could see me? Something popped out in my mind. My heart started to beat faster. I took a closer look at the screen to realize that the girl wasn't breathing. She looked like a dead person. I suddenly felt so dizzy as if someone had hit me on the head. The man approached the girl with a sharp knife. This is how to make beautiful wounds. He traced the knife across her skin. I was panicked. I tried to turn it off, but it didn't work. He hacked my computer. I looked around and hurriedly took my phone out and dialed nine one one. I'd rather you don't do that, dear. If you call, the next model sitting here will be you. But if I didn't, there would be more girls murdered that way. Without hesitation, I closed my laptop and dialed. I quickly locked the door of my room and curled up on my bed, crying and shaking. 
this moment, I suddenly remembered the room he was in was my garage. About a few minutes later, I began to hear footsteps approaching my door. I cried and cried, but I had to cover my mouth so I wouldn't make a peep. The footsteps got closer, closer, and stopped. The killer frantically switched my doorknob. Open the door, fella. Open the door! He raised his voice and poked at the door with a knife. Yes, he could burst in at any moment. I was so scared that I cried loudly and mumbled non-stop. Go away! Please go away! When I seemed to have given up, I heard the police sirens from afar. I was like wide awake from the nightmare. The police! The police have arrived! He stopped, and I could hear his footsteps running out of my house. The police then took me to the station to keep me safe and take statements. They investigated through his live stream link. Deadly Princess wasn't him, but the one sitting on the chair. He murdered her and brought her to my house to do his perverted live stream. I have now moved in with my parents and have given up Twitter since then. Have you ever experienced that kind of Twitter incident like me? Be careful, my friends. Be careful. Worst piano performance ever. Can anyone identify this guy's talent? This video wasted four minutes of my life. I commented on this awful video of a man playing the piano. As a streamer specializing in reacting to music-related videos, I always give candid comments. Maybe that was why so many people hated me and even threatened to kill me. But I wasn't afraid, because I had a lot of fans who always supported me. I had a group chat on Discord to communicate with my fans. One day, user Devil David, one of my top fans, challenged me to do a live stream in the Epperson building which was rumored to be haunted. My reward would be $20,000 if I completed the mission. The other group members also responded enthusiastically to this challenge. So yeah, I had no reason to refuse it. Phew, I finally arrived. Right in front of me was the Epperson building. It was very large and old, and, like most people said on the internet, it looked so gloomy. Hello everyone, I'm in front of the building, finally. Now I'm going inside. Anyways, I don't believe ghosts can play the piano, as claimed in those silly articles. <laughs> Pushing open the large door to enter the house, I smelled an unpleasant, musty smell. Inside was a very large space. An old, rotten piano was placed in the middle of the room. This is the living room, and hell yeah, the haunted piano. <laughs> Every night... The dead student spirit sits here and plays melodies right here. Woo! My hands glided over the keys. The sound of discordant notes resounded in the air. 
Ignoring the living room area, I started to move upstairs. It was old and dusty everywhere, just like downstairs. <gasps> A chill went down my spine when I heard the piano resound. The sound of footsteps startled me. I turned and looked around to find no one but myself in here. <laughs> no, no, it can't be real. The rumor is absolutely fake. I kept denying fans' comments on Discord. When I turned away from the phone, I was frightened by a bunch of hair sticking out of a hole in the wall. Holy crap! I crept closer, pulling the hair out of the hole. <laughs> Damn! It's just a wig! <laughs> I held the wig up in front of my camera phone. The main door suddenly closed by itself. I panicked a bit but managed to calm myself down and tell everyone watching my live stream on Discord. Uh, it could be the wind. You guys don't scare me. <laughs> I entered a random room where there was a lot of old and broken furniture. Is this that dead student's bedroom? Look at this. All right, everyone calm down and I will do all of your requests. What the hell is that? I was startled. I didn't mishear it because my fans heard it too. Uh, everyone, please calm down. I'm going to go check. I started to panic but decided to go outside to see for myself what was going on. But when I had just walked a few steps, the music stopped. The piano was still lying there alone. That's enough. I shouldn't have taken the challenge to break into this goddamned building. I didn't need $20,000 anymore. Okay, I admit defeat. It's time to get out of here. But not until I got to the door did I realize it was locked from the outside. No matter how hard I tried, the doorknob didn't turn a bit. I froze when the screen popped up with the comments. I immediately turned around. But before I could see the face of the person behind me, I was knocked unconscious. When I woke up, I found myself hung outside the window. Looking inside, I saw the old piano. Stop struggling. Useless. I panicked even more when I saw a familiar face. <gasps> D -d David? He was the lousy pianist whose awful videos I commented on not too long ago. You ruined my life. Do you know how depressed I am with your stupid comments? David started going crazy. The guy standing by the window scolded me, seemingly venting his frustrations. His face turned red and his teeth gnashed. I was so scared that tears filled my eyes. I could only struggle in vain. That's enough! You have to pay for what you've done. After he finished the sentence, he walked over to the piano. Please, forgive me! I begged, but he refused to listen to me. When he finished playing the song, he went to the window. Belly, last words. <laughs> I was wrong about you. I'm so sorry. Please let me go. It's too late now. He When I woke up, 
I found myself lying in the recovery room with police protection. It turned out that the moment when the madman appeared right behind my back, a fan realized that something wasn't right, so she called the police to rescue me. The man was arrested shortly after. I had no idea what happened to him. By the way, I didn't want to know at all.